Welcome to 8 with 8, a podcast from Ohio State Support Team 8, where we share what's on our minds and what's in the research from the field of education. We're here today to bring you a quick eight minutes worth of ideas in our continuing series we are calling Ramping Up Relationships. Heidi and Stephanie are back and they have poured into the research to find examples of how to build or how to maintain relationships when your district has gone virtual. Stick around. Welcome, I'm Stephanie and I'm here with my friend and colleague, Heidi. Hello, today we're gonna bring you ideas for maintaining relationships with students during these times of remote learning. All under eight minutes, we don't have much time, so let's dive in. Heidi, have you noticed that if you ask any educator about a powerful moment in their career, within minutes, they start talking about a student, not quoting a learning standard, not quoting an instructional strategy, Why is that? Because relationships matter to us adults too. We know that building and keeping relationships in a remote setting is very different. It's hard to have casual one-on-one conversations that we're so used to having with students on video calls. Private chats are completely out of the question because another student can log in at any time. So today, during our time together, we're going to recognize those challenges and bring you some fresh ideas, ideas to ramp up relationships in a digital world. The first one we read about was um, to master what is called a soft start to the day, to make greetings and class go a little bit smoother. So one teacher posted that she offers her students a space that she calls an invitation to the day. I thought that sounded so lovely. And it's really just a time to log in early to their class and connect. This teacher said that she reads a book during this time. She provides reflection and journal prompts, and she sets up breakout rooms for her classmates that want to chat together privately. These really support the social, emotional, and mental health needs of your students during a time where they really need it most. So Steph, this really makes me think about what we've been doing actually at the state support team at some of our meetings. We start our meetings with a one mindful minute and we use resources from YouTube that have lovely pictures or videos and calming music. And before we start our all day meeting or our one hour meeting, we watch and we listen for a mindful minute And then when that mindful minute's over, then we can go ahead and jump into what we're going to talk about. And it's really been helpful, I think. I think so, too. And I love the visual that it provides, um, which reminds me of our next little tip, Heidi. And that second one is to uh, build relationships and even to form a virtual classroom community to personalize your space that the students are looking at. This idea particularly comes from the distance learning playbook put out by Corwin and it really reminds me of all the energy that teachers spend at the beginning of the year, you know, picking out the bulletin boards, putting up the bulletin board borders, organizing their space for efficiency. And have we done that in the virtual classroom? Um, this can easily flip to that virtual setting and adding details that reflect students is really powerful. So some of the examples we saw are making a word cloud with your students' names and setting that as your background, displaying some student work in the virtual background or on the classroom website, And even you could print and post it behind your computer space. I bet if you change this frequently, your students will be excited to see their work and um, it would really be a recognition of their efforts. Another example that we've actually seen in the region uh, is that teachers will have their behavioral expectations 
and they'll actually have them posted behind themselves when they're doing a Zoom chat or a, a Google Meet. And we love that because they're still continuing to talk about the, what the expectations are in a virtual environment. And then there's that visual prompt and that reminder. And, and it also looks like the classroom. So it feels very um, homey and classroom-like. So that's another great example. If, you're, if you have your classroom expectation posters, you can put those right in, in eye shot of your Zoom camera. What a great reminder, Heidi, and especially, you know, any bit of sense of normalcy or things that are familiar, I bet are a huge help to students now. Totally agree. Um, another one is getting to know your students' interests. So uh, our last podcast talked about getting to know their names. This is taking it a step further, and you could even have your students write about themselves. Um, an example of this we found is a values-affirming activity so your students would look over a list of values, like a sense of humor, creativity, athletic ability, et cetera. And you would ask your students to reflect on those and choose one or two that are important to them and write for a few minutes of why that one was chosen or how they've applied it currently into their life. Um, this really would give teachers some insight into their students and also uh, ground to really remind your students that it's important to have a life outside of that classroom or a test or a grade. It really brings big picture getting to know your students in a more holistic way. And this really goes beyond the student interest inventories we talked about last time in the last podcast. This really goes to not just identifying what those interests are, but what impact and sharing what impact um, that those activities make on those students' lives. It gives the teacher a better insight into that student. And it also is, as it says, value affirming to the student. So I love that idea. And our last one that I really thought was cool is pre-recorded gratitude bombs. Isn't that sound fun? So what this is, is that a teacher would write a letter or record a quick video to express gratitude for an individual student or to give a personal shout out or some high quality feedback for any kind of submitted assignment. And these are nice because your teachers can record them when they have a moment out of class time. We know that everyone's working um, on different schedules and has different time availability. So teachers can record these when they can. And there's also research to back up that expressing gratitude is shown to improve the personal mental health and build relationships as well. So an interesting thing that we just learned about is Flipgrid. They have a mixtape feature that allows you to compile, compile videos into groups and share them so you can make one for your whole entire class. And Flipgrid, I believe, is a free app or a free um, website that you can use. So check out Flipgrid and that mixtape feature to be able to make these bombs. And anytime we could say a uh, gratitude bomb, I think is, is good. <laughs> I just love that. Just love it. So Steph, this has been a really hard year and we know um, that we've really had to uh, lean on these relationships to get us through. Um, we talked about an invitation to the day or a soft start today. We talked about personalizing your space. Uh, we talked about knowing students' interests and connecting those to your course assignments. And we also talked about um, surprising your class with gratitude bombs, which I think might be my favorite. We hope these have given you a renewed energy to ramp up relationships in your classroom. Wow, this one was packed with creative ideas, great ideas for ramping up relationships with students during hybrid or remote instruction. I too love the gratitude bomb idea. It's so fun to say, but it's even more fun to do or to experience. And I think the values affirming activity is a great way not only to get to know what a student does outside of school, but what's truly important to them. 
That resource, as well as the others that were shared by Heidi and Stephanie, can be found on our website, sst8.org slash podcast.aspx. This has been 8 with 8. Thank you for listening. Join us next time as we continue on our series of ramping up relationships by interviewing Missy McLean, a local expert on trauma-informed care. We'll go even deeper into relationships and learn how trauma and the brain can affect them.